This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. And welcome to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. Thank you for joining us today. We're your hosts. My name is Marcy Davis, and my co host is my trusty service dog, Whistle. And we're thrilled to be with you today to talk about our favorite subject, working dogs and working animals. And today we have three guests on the show. We have Dr. Robin Gansert, President and CEO of the American Humane Association. And we also have Karen Ann Young and her guide dog, Jingles. And Robin and Karen Ann are visiting with us today about the American Humane Association's Hero Dog Awards. So come right back after these quick messages as we welcome Robin, Karen Ann, and Jingles to the show. Sit, stay, we'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Your dog digs a hole under your fence, and the next thing you know, protect your pets with Dig Defense, the amazing new product that keeps your pets in the yard. Dig Defense is safe, fast, and easy. Each unit is made from 4-gauge galvanized American steel and can be used for repairing digouts, filling gaps, or to hold fences down so pets can't get under them. Dig Defense provides peace of mind that your pets are contained humanely and safely. Visit digdefense.com today. D-I-G-D-E-F-E-N-C-E dot com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. We're so excited to have with us today Dr. Robin Gansert from the American Humane Association and Karen Ann Young and her guide dog, Jingles. Hello, you guys, and welcome to the show. Hi. Welcome, you guys. We're so glad that you could be with us, and you have some really exciting things to share with us today. It is quite exciting. I'm still on cloud nine over it all. Yeah, well, Dr. Gansert, can you tell us a little bit about the Hero Dog Awards and about the American Humane Association? I sure can, and we're thrilled to have Karen Ann and Jingles uh, as finalists this year in the American Humane Association's third Hero Dog Awards. You know, just three short years ago, American Humane Association launched the Hero Dog Awards so that we could celebrate the power of the human-animal bond and celebrate the roles that dogs play in our lives. You know, dogs give us unconditional love and working dogs provide us an unbelievable service every single day that really enriches our quality of life and our unbelievable way that we can live better lives with dogs as our best friends. You know, for thousands of years, dogs have been man's best friend and American Humane Association wanted to honor and celebrate that bond in a very special way and that's why we launched the Hero Dog Awards. It's a great contest because America nominates 
Americans nominated jingles, Americans voted, and uh, now we're down to the eight finalists. Wow. So what happens now? Now that you're down to these eight finalists, what's the next step, Robin? Well, there's eight different categories of hero dogs. You know, there's a military war dog, a law enforcement dog. You know, there's arson dogs, hearing dogs, service dogs, therapy dogs. These are all very special categories, as you know, and as you celebrate in your show of working dogs. So what we are now down to is eight incredible representatives of these categories. And what Americans now get the chance to do is choose among these wonderful eight, uh, these very special heroes, heroes on both ends of the leash, I might add, such as Jingles (laughs) and Karen Ann. And now Americans get to vote and choose their top hero dog of the year. But you know, Marcy... All of these dogs, in fact, every dog that entered this campaign is a hero dog. In fact, many of your listeners at home have hero dogs right beside them while they're listening to your show. We just think it's very important to educate millions of Americans and folks all around the world about what it is, the special relationship we have with animals, and how we need to bring more dogs into our homes and open our hearts to having more animals in our lives. And Hero Dogs is a great educational tool. We're thrilled that the campaign's gone so well, and we're thrilled that Jingles is up for the Top Dog Awards, which will be uh, held, the award show will be held October 5th in Los Angeles. Very exciting. Woohoo! Wow, wow. Karen Ann, you must be beside yourself, you and Jingles, to be a finalist. What an I honor. Am, I'm so excited, and, and you know, I'm really honored, I've said it again and again, to be among these other seven contestants. We've talked online, we've kind of all rallied together and are really looking forward to all of us meeting with our dogs at the awards and not a finer bunch of dogs and not a finer bunch of people, I'll say, are in the top eight, including my jingles, of course. And we're all rooting for each other and just we'll see what America thinks. Yeah. Well, tell us, Karen Ann, a little bit more about jingles. How did you get nominated? Who nominated you? And and tell us about jingles. Well, jingles is a lab golden cross, and she is from the seeing eye. We were home trained together a year ago. Normally, people go to the school in Morristown, New Jersey, and are trained with a class of many other students and a group of instructors. But because I have some other disabilities aside from my blindness, I'm not able to go into a class environment. And also because I have Maisie, who is my diabetic alert dog. So they chose Jingles to work with me, and we were home trained together. And she's not only uh, special because she's a guide dog and they're all just such great dogs, She was chosen specifically for me. She was trained on the right side. Normally, guide dogs are trained on the left. I have a disability in my left hand and arm, so I'm not able to work a guide on that side. So she was trained normally on the left, and then when the school found that she would be a good match for me, they switched her over, and she was additionally trained on the right. And then they came up and they trained us together, And she was trained, she's the only guide dog trained by a program who works in tandem with a second service dog. So 
It was pretty special. I say she's elite among guide dogs because of that. She has to be very focused on her job, of course, in being my eyes, while completely ignoring the little dachshund who is my other service dog. And they both did great together through our training and were just stellar examples of service dogs. I couldn't ask for two better dogs. And I decided to put Jingles in the contest. I had no idea that she would go as far as she has, but I wanted her to win. I thought she deserved to win, and it's a a contest that goes by the public vote in that first round. So I rallied. I got off my fanny, and I just went everywhere I could to get votes for my girl. I promoted her here. I promoted her there. My doctor's offices, the hospitals, online, and thousands and thousands of people that I don't even know took the time to vote for my dog. And they were inspired by her story, and they pushed her to the top. And I'm, I'm just elated. It's, it's well, just that is awesome. <laughs> that is so awesome, Karen Ann. I mean, that you are one of the luckiest people that I know that actually has two assistance dogs with you. How awesome is that? When I have a retired service dog and my new service dog, I always feel like the luckiest girl in the world when I have two of them in my home. And you're really lucky because you have two working simultaneously, which tell us a little bit more about Maisie. You said that she is your diabetic alert dog? Yes, yes. And actually, I just listened to one of your shows last night about diabetic alert dogs. Yes. Fascinating. And Maisie is actually a natural alerter. She's a nine-pound miniature chocolate tan dachshund. She was given to me as a gift from a dear friend in Texas. I traveled to Texas to get her when she was six months old. She was to be just a pet, and I had her home for about, oh, two to three weeks, and she began what I didn't realize at the time was alerting to my low blood sugars during the night. She would wake me up and paw at me and bite my chin and my ears. So I would get up to take her out to go potty, thinking she just had to go potty. And as soon as I stood up, I would feel really woozy. So I started kind of documenting as it happened quite frequently over the next several weeks and also during the day. So I started documenting her behavior and I realized that her behavior was coinciding with my lows and my highs in blood sugar. So I contacted Dogs for Diabetics in California, which is the premier school that began training diabetic alert dogs. And they said that approximately 1 in 1,500 dogs will naturally alert and that if she was doing this, that she's a keeper, which I already knew. <laughs> and um, they gave me some training tips on how to shape and hone her alerting behavior. I had no intentions of using her as a service dog out in public at the time. About a year later, I was diagnosed with hypoglycemia unawareness, which means that because I've had diabetes for 40 years, I'm no longer able to feel any warning signs or symptoms of when my blood sugar drops. So I could be walking through a department store and just pass out because I don't have any symptoms. So I started in earnest training Maisie, socializing her and doing exposure training out in public. And she received her canine good citizen. And she's just been with me for the past about seven years as my service dog. And she is just amazing. 
Well, that is wonderful. And yes, um, we did just do a show on diabetic alert dogs. And I had the privilege of seeing a diabetic alert dog in action a few weeks ago. And it was just one of the most phenomenal things I've ever seen um, to see the dog alert and how persistent they were. And like you said, their partner didn't even realize that their blood sugar was plummeting and was really ignoring the dog. And it was so awesome to see how it just would not stop and was so persistent that kept alerting until she finally realized it. And thank goodness, because she was able to take some medication and and get regulated. So it's just Mm -hmm. incredible. One of the things that happens with low blood sugar is that your thinking becomes a little skewed. So when Maisie starts alerting, if I don't pay attention right away and my blood sugar is dropping, I'm thinking, oh, go away that and she's very persistent as you said she'll keep at it and keep at it and keep at it and get in my face if it's my ears <laughs> if my chin she will not give up until she sees me either test my blood sugar or take some glucose tablets and she'll what? sit right there with her paws on my chest she's amazing what a good girl oh that's wonderful well robin tell us a little bit more about the awards what are the finalists going to be presented with at the big ceremony in los angeles Oh, well, what's very exciting is that we welcome all eight finalists to the red carpet in Beverly Hills. We'll be hosting the awards show gala at the Beverly Hilton on October 5th. And what's fantastic about this is our finalists walk the red carpet with their hero dog. Woohoo! Uh, and uh, and uh, what's great is there's tons of paparazzi and paparazzi. Oh. And so it's a real Hollywood award show experience. We consider our award show much like the Academy Awards. It's the Academy Awards, the Oscars for the dogs. And uh, we just think it's a really special night. It's a celebrity-filled night as well. I mean, this year we were going to have an incredible host, incredible musical talent. Celebrities will be presenting each of the eight finalists with a special sculpture, an award that is going to be something that they will keep forever. And a three-minute video is presented during the award show honoring each of these eight finalists. And this is produced by an Emmy Award-winning production firm, MRB, our terrific partners for the Hero Dog Awards. And, uh, and again, and the show is taped live at the Beverly Hilton, and it airs on the Hallmark Channel. And I'm hoping that everyone who's listening today can mark on their calendars that the Hero Dog Awards will be presented on the Hallmark Channel on November 7th. So you can stay closely by your TV guide listings and try to mark that and watch the uh, the award show on Hallmark. It's a great night for all Americans to tune in and see these special stories of the eight finalists. And at the end of the evening, the crowd gets very quiet, and uh, and we announce the Hero Dog of the Year. The voting happens now for the finalists. And what we have is a really special voting opportunity. So America continues to vote for their top eight. They choose and champion their favorite dog. And then we have a celebrity judge cabinet who comes in, and each of them, they vote one vote for their favorite dog, and we merge those two votes together for the Hero Dog of the Year. And I can tell you last year the race was very tight between three dogs. This year we expect the race will also be quite 
tight. So every vote does count. Every vote does make a difference. And uh, the uh, dogs will be all very excited to to see Beverly Hills. And I know Beverly Hills is going to be excited to welcome this crop of finalists. They're incredible. That is so exciting. Well, we are going to take just a quick break and hear some important messages from our sponsors. And we're going to come back and continue visiting about the Hero Dog Awards and the exciting event on October 5th because we want to hear more about these celebrities. So come right back after these quick messages. We'll be right back right after these messages. Stay tuned. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Welcome back to Working Like Dogs on Pet Life Radio. And we're visiting today with Dr. Robin Gansert from the American Humane Association and Karen Ann Young and her guide dog, Jingles. And before the break, we were talking about all the extravaganza of activities that are going to happen at the awards ceremony. And Robin, you mentioned that there were celebrities that were actually casting some votes for the final awards. Can you share a little bit more about who that is and how that process works? Yes. Well, everyone can go to our Hero Dog Awards dot org site and you can see our list of celebrity judges and our wonderful friend Betty White has been a judge in this campaign for three years running so we're thrilled and honored that Betty White is one of our celebrity judges our head celebrity judge is the incredible animal behaviorist and dog trainer everyone knows her Victoria Stillwell she has been our incredible head judge for the past three years and so we're thrilled that she's still engaged with our campaign and we're also going to be seeing her with the dogs walking the red carpet uh, on October 5th as will Betty White. Oh, Joey Lloyding. Isn't that fun? <laughs> oh, there's so, so many exciting. more. We probably have about about 35 to 40 celebrities at the actual event and we have uh, just a number of these incredible judges who uh, Candy Spelling is uh, one of our wonderful judges and one of our American Humane Association board members. Dr. Marty Becker, America's veterinarian, is also one of our celebrity judges. We have Joey Lawrence, I think I mentioned. Uh, there's a whole list of incredible judges who all give their time to read the stories, to study the stories, and they do it very thoughtfully. Many have called me afterwards and said, you know, this was one of the toughest decisions I had to make. They really give it a lot of thought, as I know every American who's voting for their dogs have given it a lot of thought about which one to choose and promote and campaign for in this final stage. 
But I can tell you, for all of the eight finalists, October 5th will be a night that they won't soon forget. It's a memory maker. Uh, it's a really a chance for uh, the energy to celebrate. just comes through. When you're watching it on TV on November 7th, you'll get a, an indication of the energy in the room. Everyone is there for the dogs. Everyone's there for, as I said before, the heroes on both ends of the leash. Well, Karen Ann, what do you think about all this that you're going to the K-9 Oscars? I'm, I'm actually in tears. I'm just so excited. <laughs> um, my dog is so deserving, and as are the other dogs in the competition. And I'm just still on cloud nine. And I keep, like I said earlier before the show, I selling my jingles. We're going to the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> have you and Jingles decided what you're going to wear to the big gala? I'm not sure. I have several friends who are saying she needs to have some bling on. Absolutely. And, uh, <laughs> everyone is saying that, uh, well, Maisie is one who is known for when we go to church and to a couple of my doctor's appointments. She wears a little outfit and a headband. Normally, she just wears her service dog vest. Well, if we go into these particular doctor's offices with her naked and just her vest, they just, everyone is so upset and wants me to go home and get her <laughs> get her dress. But I said, she has to be professional and maybe she'll wear a little bling on her collar or something. But Well, um, I think they need some designer bling because people yes, are going to want to know yes. who the designer is, of course. Because <laughs> you are walking the red carpet with all that's that paparazzi. Right. That's, that's right. right. I love that. The paparazzi. I love that. Yes, that's right. <laughs> One of the other contestants is a little smitten with jingles. He's a yellow lab in the middle military category named Carlos, and I can't wait to see Jing and Carlos walking that carpet together. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know, Robin, that you have a lot of sponsors who are supporting this event, so can you tell us a little bit about who those groups are and who have made this possible? Absolutely, and first of all, none of this would be possible without our wonderful friends at the Hallmark Channel. You know, this is a, uh, an incredible network devoted to families and devoted to their pet projects. So we're very grateful for the Hallmark Channel for their ongoing support of the Hero Dog Awards as part of their programming in their pet project. We're also grateful to Lois Pope and the Life Foundation as our presenting sponsor. Uh, Lois Pope is an incredible philanthropist devoted to her dogs and to hero dogs everywhere, uh, and she's been incredible. Zuetis has been a terrific sponsor, the online sponsor for the campaign, and the campaign, the online portal, receives millions of votes. In fact, you know, the millions of votes that come through this campaign were sometimes more than the presidential primary when we were having the presidential election a year ago. So we were very interested in tracking the presidential race with hero dog votes, and sometimes our dogs did better, which is a lot of fun. And special thanks to Duetis for sponsoring our online campaign portal. Royal Canaan is an incredible sponsor of the event as is State Farm. State Farm's been with us now for for three years, and we're thrilled that they're engaged. So we're just grateful for every single one of our sponsors for coming up. And a very special sponsor that Karen Ann will be thrilled to know is uh, John Paul Mitchell. John Paul Mitchell Pet has been uh, a sponsor as well, and John Paul Mitchell has actually agreed to do all of our hair and makeup for the human ends of these leashes. And so... 
wonderful. They're going to be there to make sure everyone looks spectacular for their red carpet debut. And, and, her I, body and I use his products. Wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> Absolutely terrific. Oh, that's so great. Well, it just sounds like such an incredible, incredible experience for you, Karen Ann and Jingles. It is going to be a night that you are never, ever going to forget. And Robin, it's just so amazing what all you have pulled together and your organization. And tell us, Robin, so is the voting still um, continuing right now? Absolutely. So you can log on to HeroDogAwards.org and place your vote for your favorite one of the eight finalists. And you can also visit AmericanHumane.org to read more about the Hero Dog Awards and to stay in tune of all of our programs. You know, Marcy, American Humane Association was this country's first national humane organization founded in 1877 for the protection of children and animals. And for almost 140 years, we've been working in the compassion movement, helping to educate millions about the power of the human-animal bond and to educate millions about what we need to do in this country to protect our most vulnerable, our kids and our animals. And we really enjoy the Hero Dog Awards as one of our programs because it allows us all throughout the year through a fun social media campaign to really cheer on and educate kids, adults alike, about the role of working dogs in our lives. And uh, and we have a lot of education to do, and we're going to continue doing that, especially with the Hero Dog Awards and our other program initiatives at American Humane. Well, I just cannot think of a better way to celebrate working dogs than through this event. I mean, it just sounds so wonderful and so well-deserved to all of the finalists. And Karen Ann, I know you'd probably like to tell our listeners to be sure and get on and vote for you and Jingles, right? Yes, ma'am. Vote for Jingles. (laughs) Vote for Jingles. But you know what? I'm so excited about her winning the first round. I'd love to see her go all the way to Hero Dog of the Year, but she's among some awesome dogs. She is. And she's all is going to be more than worthy. Yes, and she and all the other finalists are already hero dogs. There's no question of that. Right. Absolutely, Marcy. Every dog in this campaign is a hero dog, and they're all winners. They were winners the day that they were entered into that contest, for sure, (laughs) because someone believed in them that they were the hero dog of the year. And all of these eight finalists are also, uh, they're all hero dogs of the year for their Karen Ann's, right? Absolutely. 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 Well, and we will have more information on our website about the Hero Dog Awards. We'll be sure and list the web address that you gave us, which was HeroDogAwards.org, so that you, our listeners, can get online and vote. And also, if you know a Hero Dog that you may want to nominate for next year. So, Robin, when will the nominations begin for next year's awards? We will open that up early in 2014, so we encourage everyone to stay tuned to the websites throughout the year-end holidays because we'll have the big announcements on the date where nominations open, and that'll be early in January, so stay tuned. 
we will all stay tuned and we hope you'll come back and and tell us more about next year's event and also we want to hear Carrie Ann and Jingles about your adventures this year we'd love for you to come back and and talk with us after yeah that would be great and get lots of photos to share with us because we really want to hear about it and we'll be watching on the Hallmark Channel on November the 7th so that we can actually get to experience that incredible magic evening that you guys will have on October 5th. So congratulations to both of you for just such an exciting and well-deserved, well-deserved award. Thank you so much. Thank you. And congratulations to Karen, Ann, and Jingles. We'll Absolutely. in Hollywood. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. As, as Jing would say, Baru. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank okay. you, our listeners, for being with us. We just love to hear from you. So please keep those emails coming where you can email me and Whistle at Marcy, M-A-R-C-I-E, at PetLifeRadio.com. And you can also follow us on Working Like Dogs on Facebook and Twitter and we'd love to hear from you so please, please keep those emails coming and thank you for being with us today and we look forward to being with you again soon. Take good care. Let's Talk Pets every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com <laughs>